What's up, guys? We asked for some questions regarding the fight world, and you sent them, so your boy's going to answer them. The team here at Thick Boy Studios picked out some of their favorite questions, so let's jump right in. The man at Ichikon89, I-C-H-A-C-O-N-89. What's popping, Daddy? Uh, what would be the next super fight you would like to see in the UFC? For example, Volkanovski versus Islam. Good question. Um, I mean, I guess it's a super fight. I think it's, and I, when I say this, this is, you know, the big UFC 287 is Saturday. Piera and Izzy's happening. So I think this happens regardless whether it's a you consider it a super fight or not. But Alex Piera at light heavyweight against Jamal Hill is a fight that they can take all my money. I think it's only a matter of time. No matter what happens, win, lose, or draw, um, I think Piera's future is at light heavyweight. He's too big for 85, especially as he's getting older. And I think his future is at light heavyweight, which I think he will have the same success that he has at middleweight. I think there's better matchups for him at light heavyweight. More strikers, not so many heavy uh, grapplers. Because you look at middleweight, if you were to win on Saturday against Izzy, the rest of that division is not a great matchup for him, you know, and if he's going to stay at 85 and defend his title, if he was going to win on Saturday and defend his title, uh, he's probably looking at a Hamzat fight next, which is stylistically a complete nightmare for him. So um, I think that would be considered a super fight, depending how you uh, define super. Um, but Alex Pierre up at light heavyweight against uh, the champion Jamal Hill to me would be a pretty cool super fight. So hopefully that answered your question. Ichikan. What else you got? At Michael Friedman, one, two, two, one. If Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal wins, do you see him ever rematching Colby Covington? I don't think so. Well, my initial response is absolutely not, but they do have that weird beef, right? Where there's the, you know, he pressed, he's going to press charges against him. That went away. Um, man, that's a good question. I don't think, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. My, again, my initial response is absolutely not. Uh, you hear Masvidal talks, you know, about how this is probably his last one, especially if you're to lose. Whenever you hear a guy talking about this, is my last one, you know, he's one foot in, one foot out. And I know for a fact, Masvidal has a lot going on outside the octagon. So I, I just don't see him fighting a guy in Kobe Covington. Co Covington has a lot of work to do now, especially that Kamara Usman is kind of on his last leg. I think Kamara has maybe one more. Um, so I think for Kobe, um, I don't, I don't think you'd entertain that because it wasn't very competitive the first time they fought. So I don't see the UFC doing that either. So I don't think so. I don't think so. What else you got? At Razashani10. That's R-A-M-Z-I-S-H-A-H-E-E-N-10. If Michael Chandler beats Conor McGregor, do you think it's done for McGregor or can he find a way to come back from that? Uh, not done. I, don't, I think McGregor's one of those guys he'll never be done. He, his star is so bright no matter what happens. Look at all the stuff that's happened outside of uh, the octagon. He's still a force to be reckoned with as far as the fans are concerned. He has his loyal fan base, and they're massive. They're massive. You're looking at one. You know, the guy can do no wrong in my book. Sometimes he makes it tough to cheer for him, but, uh, you know, with his history and what he's done for this game, I don't think that fan base is ever going to go away, but... Um, if you were to get like dominated by Michael Chandler, 
it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough for him to to get back in there. Um, there are a few guys where if you were to just get Molly Watt by Michael Chandler, what he could jump in there with. Uh, I, I could see a Tony Ferguson, a, a fight like that makes a lot of sense. Two guys who are kind of on the back nine of the career. Something like that, a legendary fight. Not to mention, you know, you didn't uh, put, can he find his way back from that? In regards to the UFC, it'd be v- really tough. I do think the Tony Ferguson, t- Tony Ferguson fight makes a lot of sense no matter what, uh, win, lose, or draw there. But um, can he bounce back from that? Outside of the UFC, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of big name boxing that can be um, available for Conor McGregor outside the UFC. You know, no matter if his nuts are hanging down to his ankles, I think people are going to pay to see him fight a Jake Paul, a KSI. Listen, I get it. You guys are like, what? I know there's a lane for it. It is what it is, but he can take some of those. You know, the Nate Diaz trilogy fight uh, is always just this kind of uh mythical creature just looming out there for him whenever him and nate diaz decide to get together i do think that fight happens but i think it's between their two promotions or under a different banner not the ufc and it's probably gonna be boxing at nevin 194 what would do more pay-per-view buys so here we go what would do more pay-per-view buys leon edwards versus masvidal or leon edwards versus colby covington Mm-mm-mm. Uh Edwards and Masvidal, there's a good story there, right? With the was it the two pieces and a soda? So there's that. Those, that ship's kind of sailed, right? Is anybody really talking about that? Not really, but we did they, they could build it up there. Um Edwards Masvidal is listen, if Masvidal were to if it looks great against Gilbert Burns, there would definitely be some hype there. Um, Covington's had a long time off, but he's a fan favorite. Um, again, fan favorite, also fan hated. So, you know, he's a he's a compelling guy. It's two different things, right? Because Masvidal's kind of on his, like we've said, you know, he's kind of on his way out. Covington now, I think Covington, the work now begins for Covington. Like now that Usman's out of the picture, the one guy, his one Achilles heel, I think Covington beats everybody else. I think he's the best welterweight on the planet, not named Kamaru Usman, especially in his prime. So uh, I think uh, more pay-per-view buys doesn't mean it's, you know, it doesn't mean the the hardcores or the purest of the sport um, are going to make it a bigger pay-per-view. For the purest of the sport, it's Edwards Covington, right? Because Covington, even though he's had a year off, he's definitely a top three guy. Mazadal, even if he were to beat Gilbert Burns, can you call him a top three guy at this point in his career? You know, he's a little longer in the tooth. Um, more pay-per-view buys. The question would be, so uh, Edwards is Edwards. I think his star is bigger than ever, but I think Edwards fans, you know, especially across the pond there, are going to buy the pay-per-view no matter what. So that's a guarantee. So who's more famous in the grand scheme of things, especially with a common fan? Is it Masvidal or Covington? Masvidal's more beloved. Covington's more hated. So I think more people know Covington. It, I, I, it's pretty even. It's pretty even. Even though Masvidal has a little bit of a salty record and Covington's only really lost to um, Kamar Usman, I would say they're pretty even. I don't think – I think you're around – 25,000 pay-per-view buys, no matter who it is. So it's not, you know, a huge, drastic uh, difference. 25,000. 
I don't think two hundred fifty thousand difference. I'd say twenty five thousand. Like it's that close. Yeah, it's that close. Yeah, it's super close. Super close. Super super close. As far as the division to move on, you'd want Edwards Covington though. What else you got? If Izzy loses, is he basically the same as Robert Whitaker? <sighs> and that's at uh, J R Young twenty two. Uh, if he's is he based the same as Robert Whitaker? Yeah, because Izzy's Robert Whitaker's Achilles heel, and Alex Pereira is uh, Izzy's uh, Achilles heel. So they're the best guys. It just depends on the the matchups, the style of the matchups. You know, if there's no Izzy, Robert Whitaker's your reigning champ for quite some time. If there's no Pereira, um, you know, then then Izzy's just dominating. So. It's just all about stylistic matchups. Now, is he basically the same as Robert Whitaker? I don't know necessarily if that's a bad thing. You know, yeah, you're not champ, but you're pretty damn good. You beat everybody else not named Izzy Adesanya. So that's not a bad place to be in. Um, if Izzy is he basically the same as Robert Whitaker? You know, Robert Whitaker is such a talented dude because, you know, I think Robert Whitaker would give Alex Pierre a pretty fair shake as well. He's a, he's a different animal. Um, you know, I, I, I guess the question, I think what's going to be interesting is, you know, let's say it's going to be better for the UFC if Izzy wins. Because if Izzy wins, there's a lot more options for him, a little bit, even though he's cleaned it out. Um, I will say this, no matter if Izzy wins or Alex Pierre wins, neither one of them are going to hold that belt for very long because uh, Hamzat's coming. And again, it's all about matchups. It's not that this guy's bad or this guy's not very good or I'm throwing shade on anybody. It's all about stylistic matchups. And stylistically, Izzy, Adesanya, and Alex Pierre are awful, awful to match up with against Hamzat. He just, across the board, there couldn't be a worse matchup for both those gentlemen. What's interesting is Hamzat is a tougher, has a tougher fight against Robert Whitaker. You know, so it's all about at that high level who has this, you know, special set of skills to go against the opponent that they're facing. Well, it just so happens that the current guys fighting for the title would be just in a world of trouble against Hamzat. Robert Whitaker, I think it's a, when it, if it went to a DraftKings kind of odds thing, Robert Whitaker would be less of an underdog in that fight. So it's all about stylistic matchups. So um, again, I think. It's better for the UFC if Izzy wins, and that forces Alex Pierre to jump to light heavyweight. There's better matchups for him at light heavyweight. Light heavyweight could use a boogeyman Alex Pierre up there. The middleweight could use some kind of order because we know it's just a matter of time for Alex Pierre jumps up there, and it's time for Hamzat to kind of reign over the middleweight divisions because Izzy's been that. But this is his tenth title fight, you know. So Izzy's been the face of the UFC and the middleweight division for how long? So. Sometimes it's good to switch things up, and I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, again, to be very clear, I think Hamzat beats Whitaker, Izzy, and Alex Pierre. So I think everyone's just keeping that seat warm to Hamzat decides to jump up to middleweight. What else you got? At uh, Weirs8, W-E-Y-E-R-S-8. My fight to watch is uh, Pfeiffer uh, Merchart. So if Pfeiffer gets submitted quickly by GM3, oh, GM3, I like that. Does it hurt his stock? What would be next if Pfeiffer gets another knockout win? Yeah, Pfeiffer's a, a bad man with Jam in the middleweight division. If you guys aren't familiar with him, he was a 
two-time uh, participant on Dana White's Contender Series. First time, he had an elbow injury, got hurt. Uh, that was a number of years ago. And then finally, you know, he got better, better skill set, more mature, more experienced, came back on Dana White Contender Series and uh, blew the roof off the place in a second-round TKO. So now the guy's doing the damn thing. He's a legit middleweight contender in the UFC. And... Uh, you know, he's another kid. Was he from Pennsylvania? He trains with uh, the Savages out there in Philadelphia and uh, Sean Brady and stuff like that. So he's around uh, greatness and really good competitors. So the the sky's the limit on this kid. Um, if you were to beat Mershart, what happens for him? You know, Mershart's no no joke. So it's definitely a big test for the kid. But um, he's a big prospect, man. I would like. Uh, Probably a ranked guy, right? Because Mershart kind of is. I don't. I hate when people say gatekeeper, but he's kind of that threshold where if you beat him, you're probably right there around 15, 14, right? So I would like to see him get the win of Kelvin Gaslam and uh, Curtis. That makes sense, and they're on the same card, same division. It makes a lot of sense. What else you got? At Art underscore zero three two one. Do we see Logan Paul in the UFC, especially after the Prime deal? Absolutely not. Um. I think you're going to see Logan Paul a lot more, right? Because he's pretty ingrained with the WWE and with the new accusi- uh, kind of uh, merger. Is that what we're going to say? Call it the merger with the WWE and UFC with uh, Vince McMahon and Dana White at the helm. Um, you know, and Logan Paul's a pretty, um, you know, he pops up at the WWE pretty frequently, especially the WrestleMania stuff like that. So he's definitely... Uh, there's, it's going to be easier for guys to jump across and cross-pollinate there, and you see Logan Paul at more UFCs. Um, now, do I think he's actually going to fight in the UFC? I don't think so. It you, know, I'll never say never. That's what Dana says, right? Um, but it's going to be easier, you know, because I'm sure the WWE is going to have some say in who's going to cross over and stuff like that. So I, I would highly doubt it. I, I don't think Logan Paul... Uh, wants to do that he says he does um and it really predicated on the matchup you know i i think the whole cm punk thing we tried this right with with guys that don't really have that technical background jumping the ufc it's not a great look for the ufc so i know logan did you know the the boxing but it's just a different animal in the ufc you know it's the best fighters in the world it's kind of slap in the face with those guys but um it depends how far this WWE influences the UFC. You know, that's that worries me. I'll be honest. That that definitely worries me. It, it blurs the lines there. So be, if this WWE deal didn't happen, I'd be like, absolutely not. But because it did, it makes it a little easier to transition over the UFC, vice versa. So uh, it worries me. I'll be honest with you. It really worries me with the integrity of the UFC and uh, being a professional sport, especially a top five in, in the world, you know, so... Uh, the lines are getting blurred. So that means if the lines get blurred, you'd probably see a Logan Paul in there at some point. That stuff worries me. I'll be honest. What else you got? At uh, Kamikaze. That's K-A-M-I-K-O-Z-Z-Z-Y. What do you think about Pettis saying him and Anderson Silva are supposed to fight in the UFC? That's insane. Uh, what, at 85? Uh, or catchweight, I guess? Uh, what are Pettis' chances ever getting back in the UFC? Not good. You know, especially now, you know, he went to PFL and then he started his own organization and then he's doing boxing now under Masvidal's banner, Game Bread. Um, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see why UFC would do it. I don't think there's 
much of a uh, demand there As in regards to UFC. You know, Pettis is a Hall of Famer, first bout Hall of Famer. So uh, next time you see Pettis in the UFC, he'll be on stage getting his gold jacket. But as far as competing in the UFC, those days are over. At what would Rob Baidu? Would Hamzat be a tougher fight for Izzy or Piera? Both of them. But um, awful matchup. I think both of them were plus 300 in that fight at least. But I would say it's a tougher fight for Alex Piera because he, he's never really fought a guy of Hamzat's level at that caliber of grappling. Uh, Izzy, we know, has some takedown defense. We've seen him fight, especially against the, the cage. He has really good takedown defense. Um, Izzy also took down Piera, right? So um, I'd say Izzy um, has more of a upper hand when it comes to Alex Pierre as the grappling goes, but none of it matters when you're fighting Hamzat. He's such at a higher level when it comes to grappling and submission, so um, both of them would be screwed in that fight, but um, it'd be a much tougher fight for Hamzat against Izzy than Alex Pierre. And on record, uh, Hamzat did say on Iro Hawani's show that uh, Pierre would be the easiest fight of his career while he was at McDonald's. At Jake underscore 9914, does Gilbert Burns take Masvidal down at will? No, I, I think you guys are doubting Masvidal a little too much. Y'all must have forgot. Masvidal's takedown defense is freaking good. Um, you know, I know Gilbert Burns had some success against Hamzat uh, with the takedowns, even though he got right back up. Um, Gilbert Burns didn't try to knock Masvidal out. Gilbert wins that fight. It's going to be via knockout. But Masvidal, he's been in the game way too long. His takedown defense is very good, especially against the cage. Uh, I think he's still athletic and flexible. You see guys get a single leg. It's not easy. He just trains with savages who, you know, guys like Bo Nickel and the other uh, monsters at ATT uh, who have tried to take him down for years. So it's, you know, don't do that to Masvidal. Let's not discredit the guy and go, oh, is he just going to get taken down and choked out? Nah, man, you ever seen that guy fucking fight in the last 15 years? It's not that easy. So um, I think the pressure's on Gilbert Burns here. He's such a big favorite, and Masvidal, I think, added more pressure going, eh, this might be my last month if I lose. So it's like, oh, this guy's checked out. Gilbert's going to starch this guy. Whenever you have that kind of pressure on you, it's a lot. It's a lot. So uh, it's going to be a good fight, man. I, I, you know, Masvidal's no punk, dude. It's Masvidal. So um, I do think Masvidal has a good showing, but Gilbert uh, gets it done. At Steph Camer Cameron 96. Steph Cameron 96. Is there a world where Izzy beats Pierre within the first two rounds? Yeah. You look at their last fight. Listen, there's a reason why is he's the favorite in vegas right now and it's not because he's just more popular you know those guys are experts when it comes to um setting the lines is he had a ton of success against alex pierre in that first fight a ton of success if there was 30 seconds left in that first round he finishes him off so to think that is he could do it you know within the first two rounds is not a, a stretch there. I think Izzy gets it done in the first three rounds. I, I think if Izzy wins, you know, I think decision, if you're in a bet on it, decision is probably the safest bet. But uh, if there's a knockout, I can see Izzy uh, getting it done in the first three rounds, man. So the first two rounds isn't a far stretch. You know, you go back to that first fight, Izzy had a lot of success. He's had a lot of time to study that tape. He's one of the greatest coaches in the world studying uh, Alex Pierre. So I think uh, Izzy could get it done uh, via finish in the first two rounds. Yeah, that's not a far stretch. 
At Big Dave 611 from Greenville, Tennessee. If Israel wins, do you think they will run it back? If he loses, will he put down his gloves? Um, I think if Izzy wins, they absolutely don't run it back. This is the last time we're going to see these guys fight. This is the fourth fight, second in the UFC. Even though it'd be a three to one uh, record there, I just think, I don't think anybody's vying for this thing. You know, unless it's like a super controversial judge's scorecard for Izzy and you think Alex Pierre won, maybe the UFC's like, all right, we can't send up Alex Pierre to the light heavyweight after this bullshit. So um, I, I do think this is the last time we see him fight. I think the, the light heavyweight is the future for Alex Pierre. For Izzy, um, if he loses, doesn't put down his gloves. No, because I, again, Alex Pierre, the middleweight uh, division is just a temporary stop for him. His future's at light heavyweight and fucking even maybe heavyweight. This guy's gigantic. So um, for Izzy, he knows, you know, he knows that Alex Pierre's not, no matter what, win, lose, or draw, that Alex Pierre's future's uh, up a weight class. So I think for Izzy, um, you know, he'll, he'll get back to work regardless of what happens. You know, there's some matchups for Izzy at light heavyweight too. I think he's more of a natural middleweight, but um, uh, he there's certain fights, you know, not Jan Blokovic, but there's certain fights uh, against strikers like Yeri and other guys like that that he could uh, compete with at light heavyweight if he wanted to do that too. But middleweight's where he's going to be at. At T. 800 Ruben, my boy Ruben. What's up, man? Can you comment on the speculation that the merger between the UFC and WWE is a strategy for the UFC to retain their aging fighters on their payroll by allowing them to use performance-enhancing drugs and potentially having their fights predetermined? How dare you, Ruben? Speculation. You mean you speculated? <laughs> uh, love you, dude. Um... Uh, so hold on. So he's thinking that the UFC and WWE merger was so the UFC can retain their older fighters and keep them on the payroll, but allow them to use performance enhancing drugs and potentially having their uh, fights predetermined. Boy, talk about the lines getting blurred. That would r absolutely ruin the UFC. That'd wreck the UFC and their legacy. And uh, it would just become the WWE, and they would completely lose their fan base. You know, we got to be the UFC has to tread lightly on this. You know, by cross pollinating here, because WWE, as you know, it's definitely a tough job. These guys, I have some friends who compete in the WWE. Uh, one was a, a, a world champion multiple times, and she was telling me like their schedule is absolutely insane, and what they put their bodies through, insane. Their bodies take damage, like uh, you know, they're they're NHL hockey player. Like they're constantly on the road, jumping onto tables, getting hit in the face, slamming their bodies. Like their bodies get absolutely annihilated. That being said, it's not a sport. It's just you can't have a sport predetermined. So, um, the UFC has to tread lightly here. I don't. I don't think the UFC is gonna do it. Um, I think they know that would ruin their uh, credibility across the board. As a, being a major sport, um, especially for the common fan, you know, common fans like, oh, is Undertaker fighting, you know, is Undertaker fighting Francis and Ghana this weekend? So we don't want that, right? Um, so if you if if you did this just so your older guys could stay on the you know on the payroll and take all the steroids they want and then predetermine their fights, that'd just be stupid at this point. Just why would you just have those older guys? keep their fame and their fan base and jump over the WWE where we know that's what they're doing. Don't ruin the UFC and do that. So there could be that. 
I think this is off the, as far as speculation goes. I think the only reason the UFC and WWE combined is for money. For money because now the the UFC who's with ESPN, WWE's with Fox, they combined forces and when both those TV rights deals are up, they can come to whoever, ESPN, Fox, ABC, Disney, whoever and go, "All right, well if you paid whatever it is, however much millions and millions of dollars just for the UFC, well now we have WWE, you know, stuff as well so think as how much how much programming they can offer to a major network or they're just gonna go off on their own do some subscription base and make all the fucking money but i think it's just a money play i think ufc is gonna know how to tread lightly with this but i do think there's gonna be a lot of cross pollinating stuff like that is that it Good questions, guys. I'm answered fan question a hot second. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We're doing these uh, pretty frequently, so keep sending them in. Can't thank you guys enough. You can submit your questions at the Thick Boy Instagram. Whatever question you have, whatever it is, send it there. Your boy will answer it. Thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe. Love you guys. Uh, enjoy UFC 287. Uh, yeah, 287. Enjoy it this Saturday. Check out the Fight Companion live, Cowboys Fight Command with me, Cheeto Vera. Brian Callen and Sam Tripoli, that's live Saturday, 7 p.m., only on Thick Boy YouTube. Till next time, stay thick.